Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Circle Brothers Podcast with RJ and Eric. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm hoping everyone is doing well. Uh, we are refreshed. We are back at it. We actually uploaded a few other things as far as the giveaway. So if you haven't seen that, you probably want to check out that video. It's probably in the other list of videos in the description. But anyway... Let me just go ahead and start off by saying this. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you are rocking with Circle Brothers. You're rocking with the best. Uh, I just want to let you know that I always have to start off by saying that you know this. You know this is Circle Brothers Podcast. So this is RJ. This is Eric. We've already mentioned that before, too. If I'm repeating myself, it's perfectly fine. I just want to make sure that you hear it so that way it gets into your systems. So that way, when we start rambling on about stuff, you know who it is. <laughs> and we're parents, so we like to repeat ourselves. We like to repeat. <laughs> Listen, when you have kids, it's, oh my God, is is something that's like, because repeating is an annoyance with me, but I tend to do it a lot because other people just don't get it. Well, that and our kids are knuckleheads. They just don't get it. <laughs> Without further ado, we'll, we'll go ahead and put that to the side. We'll go ahead and get into the meat and bones of the conversations that we're going to have here today. Uh, one of which, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is, well, actually, let me, let me start off by saying this. We all know about the media industry. Uh, you, Eric, know about the media industry. I know Sadly. About, we, I, I'm very well aware of it as well. I was, was known as a media kid. Uh, when I grew up, uh, we didn't, this is going to sound like an old man rant, be warned. <laughs> when I was growing up, I did not have such things as uh, internet in my house. Uh, we did not have cable in my house. The only source of entertainment outside of my mom screaming in my ear, you need to go outside, literally put us out the house and lock the screen door, uh, is when we actually were allowed to stay inside, we had two things. We had video games and we also have movies. Notice a trend. So, <laughs> uh, and of course, as our, and we are in our older ages, we actually still are into video games and we're still into movies. Notice a trend. See, I just repeated it. <laughs> so, uh, one of the things I were, were uh, one of my things is actually going to spill into the rants of the conversation today is what's called media fatigue or reboot fatigue, actually, which is there are movies in, that I actually grew up in. Uh, as far as watching and and watching the sequels, different things like that. And these properties are owned by the companies that hold them. Sony, uh, MGM, Universal, etc. They all own these movies. Or Disney. Or Disney. They all own these movies. So as time moves on, and we're actually older now, so now the companies that still hold these properties... They have to do something about these properties because if they don't actually reuse these properties, they start to lose their rights to said properties and they go out into public domain uh, as unclaimed properties and other people can pick it up and do their own spin to it. Big companies don't like that because in their mind, that's losing money. 
So what they do is they actually do reboots. And as they do reboots, FYI, video games do the same thing. So with reboots, they start taking properties from old movies in old video games, if we're talking about video games, and they try to reintroduce it in a new and different light, hopefully to try to get more people to actually get on board with the property. Hopefully it blows up, turns popular again, like it did back before in the earlier days. I'm about tired of it. <laughs> Just being brutally honest. One of the things that actually got me on this rant is I'm doing my scrolls through the internet as a circle brother does, as we do. Yes, we surf uh, the webs. We, we surf the interwe- interwebs, and we found one. There is a, a movie that was uh, very popular back in the day. It's called New Jack City. New Jack City is a very, very urban film that deals with uh, drug dealers and how they've taken over a certain uh, neighborhood and how the neighborhood is under siege because of this drug dealer and his empire, the rise of that empire. And then there's uh, renegade cops that go against the system to try to take down this take down this uh, new new type of gangster. And that's pretty much the whole premise of the actual movie. Very popular. Ice-T as one of the actors. Wesley Snipes as the drug dealer is very popular. I think it was actually one of the major films that actually catapulted his career. Mm -hmm. So uh, this movie, and if you don't know what it is, it's called New Jack City. You'll probably want to go ahead and look it up. Uh, The trailer's on YouTube. You can do your search (laughs) and laugh at it because it is funny for what it's worth. But they're trying to reboot this movie. And the first thing that came to mind is why? Why are they rebooting? I don't know why they're rebooting this. (laughs) I have no clue why they're rebooting this. Outside of we have no creative reins. We don't know what we're doing. uh, It's like it, it makes more sense to me to just go ahead and start off a new property. Start off something new, grab new artists. Because there's plenty of people that are out there that have great ideas that you can formulate and try to create something new. Or, or I have an alternate kind of take on that for mm-hmm. some reboots. Now, there could be a time where someone creates a movie, right? Uh, maybe in the 80s or 90s, mm-hmm. and the movie when it was created at that time, if it was from 20 plus years ago. The technology wasn't there for certain scenes. Okay. So that, right. that which is a completely different and pretty much antithetical to what you're saying, but that that's when I think reboots are okay or right. reimagining right. because you have you have a, a medium now that uh, that can tell a certain story. So like, um, what was the movie uh, Gemini Man? That movie okay. was in development. Since the 90s, or since the late 90s. Really? Yes, because, Hmm. um, and it switched hands from directors, but they didn't have the technology to make it. Mm, And so finally, they had the technology to make it and to do it justice for what was needed. So in that case, and that's not a reboot, and it kind of goes on a tangent about what I'm saying, but uh, there's a way that they can make a movie like that and do it justice or uh, going back and, and doing prequels to movies right. where if a technology didn't exist, kind of like what Star Wars did, where they where he had the technology to do certain things with CG. Right. And then you can do that. But if you're just going to straight up reboot New Jack City for like, what are you going to tell different now at that point? Right. Like there's nothing you're going to add to this story. Right. That is relevant to now. Right. 
So, and, and that brings me over to another point too, because what was done with another property that's similar to that was uh, Superfly. Uh, and that, yes, I, I know, insert eye rolls here. So, <laughs> with that one, that one was an old... Or Shaft. Oh, it, yeah, in Shaft. These are old... Now, those two movies were actually older movies. That was were back in the 70s. 70s black exploitation right, films. Black exploitation films. Now, New Jack City happened in the... I believe it was, was it early 90s or 92. 90s? 92, I think. Yeah, okay. So, long story short, with the reboot of Superfly, and uh, like I said, I went and saw the movie... It was fine. It followed similar beats. But it had 91. 91? Mm-hmm. Okay, 91 for New Jack City. Side note. So, going back to the main subject. Uh, Superfly. The new Superfly. Uh, it actually followed the same similar beats to uh, to the original film. But it didn't really have much of a story to it. And it's, it's more of kind of like a... Um, Kind of like a, a, a an appeal to urban audiences to try to basically get them into the movie with something that they think they can rock with, um, bla- blasting music, of course, girls and cars and and you know this this lavish lifestyle and different other things and trying to yeah I'm trying to get my life together blah 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 and, like, and that's perfectly fine. It's just it, it for me it just it, it's it's boring <laughs> because I've it's, I've seen it before. And with that one, and actually, I don't think it actually did all that well either. I think it did well enough to where they pocketed some cash, but not enough to where you could try to do a spinoff or sequels or anything like that. And I believe it actually did try to leave off a little bit of room for a sequel if it actually did well enough. Uh, But like I said, going back to my original conversation, reboot fatigue. Uh, He-Man. He-Man. Again, reboot fatigue. That's one where they try to take an old property again, try to reboot it make it popular again, but it only works, like I said, if you include new technology and a fresh story that actually takes it in a different direction that makes it, uh, for those who actually saw the original, for them to come back and say, oh, I never knew it could go in this direction. Or, oh, I didn't know this movie didn't suck that bad. Right. Because the original movie sucked. Right. But the thing is... Bad. And it shouldn't have because you had you had great characters and the, the actors were okay. You could have done a bit, bit, bit better with the actors. Well, they, in the them. 80s, they just went with names. Right. They went with big names. But still, if you have a great story... <laughs> There's this thing, oh, no, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Remember when they did Mario Brothers and they had... Uh, John Leguizamo as Luigi and uh, they had the one guy who was from Who Framed Roger Rabbit and I can't think of his name as Mario and you talk about like two complete because they're supposed to be brothers but like you you had a white dude and a Hispanic dude like why playing Italian plumbers (laughs) playing Italian plumbers oh man because like the guy that they got for Mario is British and like he was British because he passed away but I I mean so like yeah if you're going to do a a reboot of a movie like Mm -hmm. so when they when they tried to do this with with the new men in black which I still have not watched, and I'm I refuse not, to watch I'm not it. Gonna watch it. I'm not. There's no point in it because it, it's like w- you're not doing the story any justice. Right. You haven't done anything to further Men in Black other than you capitalize on Tessa Thompson and um, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Uh, notoriety from uh, Thor Ragnarok and what Thor did in um, an Endgame. Avengers Endgame and Tessa from uh, from uh, Westworld. Yep. So, and long story short, 
them and themselves as far as the characters, as far as the actors, I think they would have been fine had they just delayed it and let there be a separation, a longer separation period between the two. I'm pretty sure that this, there was problems with the script and they probably did everything they could to mm. make the movie work. But right. if you're given garbage, you're going to make garbage. Yeah. If you ask for an outfit and they give you garbage, you're going to smell like garbage. You're not going to smell like fresh new clothes. You can put what Gene said on mm. Bob's Burgers. I call it trashing. <laughs> So, all right, all right. Watch right. burgers in my house like all the time. Yes, he does. So no, Christy <laughs> does. That is her favorite show. If I'm going to watch something and just have it on, yeah, I watch Law and Order SVU. Sadly, oh, I watch enough, that all day long. Though. But sadly enough, yeah. I've watched enough Law and Order where Christy can easily say, "Have you seen this?" And I just look at her like, "Come on." And then, and my my key phrase all the time is, "Oh, this one's messed up." Oh no, let's watch this one. It's messed up. Every Law and Order episode SVU is messed up. Yeah, well, it's a special victims unit. That only stuff, bad stuff happens there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So outside of that, uh, as far as reboot fatigue, like I said, I'm a little bit tired of it. I know other people are tired of it too. So we we try to just let you know that hey, we're aware of the reboot fatigue. So if you hear same movies coming up every now and then. Just bear with us. So, to carry on our conversation here, we're actually going to move on a little bit. There's something else I actually wanted to mention, too, that I actually thought was kind of funny. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And this is one of our favorite actors. Has decided to, along with Morgan Freeman, lend his voice to Alexa. So now, if you want to hear Samuel L. Jackson cuss you out. I do. You are now allowed to have that on Alexa. I don't know when this is actually coming through. This is actually through a uh, a link called BigThink.com as far as a technology section. And yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's voice is coming to Alexa. Users can now choose to have him curse them out. That is literally the title of the article. I will include that in the links in the description. Uh, let's see. Of course, it'll. I believe the whole price for it. I believe is like four ninety nine. Worth it. Worth it. And you can have ex actually have access to it through Amazon's Echo users. Uh, so if you have an Amazon Echo, you'll actually be able to have this subscription. And of course, uh, believe let's see. Amazon also recently introduced several new Echo compatible products, including Smart Ring smart glasses and new earbuds so imagine samuel l jackson in your ear and uh the echo products and also for your smart ring on your door so someone rings the door ding dong like who is it <laughs> you're gonna hear that <laughs> so i thought that was funny i thought it was hilarious i just want to throw that in there just as a bonus because it's samuel l jackson He's endless entertainment for eons, so Definitely. you will never be bored with that. Um, Can you imagine if you had that at work? <laughs> I think at my job, like no one would complain. But like, yeah, because I hear I'm at, I'm I work, and of course, in one of the areas I work at is actually a call center. So uh, we have other people that come there with their ringers on. So we're talking on the phone, and we're talking with customers, and of course, there's a ringer ringing from somebody's cell phone. Imagine if it's Samuel Jackson's voice. <laughs> you didn't pick up the phone. <laughs> you just gonna let me ring? Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. The path of the righteous 
been set upon all sides by oh. the iniquities and tyranny of selfishness of evil men. Oh. I just like it. No, I just want that is a tasty burger. Mm. <laughs> what country are you from? <laughs> what ain't no country I've ever heard of? They speak English in what? English? <laughs> Do you speak it? Gosh. Royale with cheese. Oh, oh gosh. So, yeah, so. Sharp Marvin. <laughs> you Sharp Marvin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, no. So, endless could quote that. Like movie. I said, endless entertainment from this man. He has a whole bunch of quotes from a bunch of different movies. Take your pick. So, uh, I'm going to be excited for that one. I know you actually will be too. So, uh, I'm not even going to say anything more about that. Uh, the Morgan Freeman one is actually a fun one too. So, if you would like to have his voice gently talk to you while you're driving down the street, this is what it will sound like. <laughs> Please turn left. You have missed your turn. Have you ever <laughs> listened to the Z Frank talk about Morgan Freeman? No. Dude, I, I gotta send that to you on YouTube. Oh, so Z Frank, gosh. he's like, he tries to sound kind of like Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah. And like one of his videos, he talks about like when Morgan Freeman, like it's it's about Morgan Freeman and yeah. some of it's probably very true and all of it, the rest of it is just like, no. No. Like, it's so funny that like, I gotta send it to you. Oh, and gosh. like, cause he's like, at the end of it, he's like, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> It's just like it's hilarious. <laughs> oh goodness! So uh, the next thing I wanted to mention too is um, it, the as I'm scrolling through the internet, uh, I'm I'm also finding that there's not a lot of things for me to watch. Uh, not a lot of things that are are of interest to me. One of the things that used to take up a lot of space from my you finish the boys. Yes, I did. That's the reason. That's the reason why I was like, I've already finished the boys. I finished the boys like in I think about three or five days. Yeah, yeah, I went. Yeah, I went through it pretty was, quick, but that was awesome. If have you been watching the Righteous Gemstones? I have not, but I'm pausing it for a moment because I'll get to that a little bit later. Because I will actually watch it. That I'm, show is it good? Yes. Okay. And Righteous Gemstones. I had Gemstones. Yes. No, John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah. Uh, Walton Goggins. Uh, <laughs> Danny. Mc, uh, hold on. Um, that. Did you ever, did you watch um, the uh, Santa Clarita Diet? No, I didn't. Oh, I was going to say, like, the kid, Eric, their they're next door neighbor, like, the main family. Yeah. Like, he's in this. And, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a really good show. Like, right. I, I, I I enjoy it. Chrissy and I watch it. So. All right. So, Circle Brothers recommendation, The Righteous Gemstones. Yes. Yes. It's, okay. it's on HBO, so... Yeah, it is on HBO. Uh, so. the full disclosure, there is nudity, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of language, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they make fun of religion, so... Southern Baptist people, and it's... Right. But it's done in a way that you're probably like, I can see that. <laughs> so, in other words, typical adult stuff. So, if you're not an adult, tread accordingly. So, in the meantime, though, as I was trying to scour through all the streaming apps that I have and drop one. I actually dropped Showtime because I used to have it for uh, Black Friday, which is actually another funny show you could watch that is Don Cheadle. Uh, that one's funny. Wait, I, you 
drop Showtime? I did. Uh, at least for the moment, for right now. I can always pick it up a little bit later. We'll talk about that, too. <laughs> right. We share, so. Right, right. We, sh- we share. It, so. it shows you how long it's been since I've actually watched anything on Showtime. Right, but that's the reason why I was like, you know what? I got all these streaming services, which eventually you're going to have this conversation with yourself, too. If you got a whole bunch of streaming services and you're not watching all of them, you're kind of throwing your money out the window per month. So you kind of want to judge accordingly with with yourself. So I was doing an examination myself, and I'm like, you know what? I don't really really even watch much of the Showtime anymore. Outside of uh, Billions was the one that actually drew me to it. When does Homeland come back? I don't think it is. No, it is. They're finishing Homeland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only thing I was worried about, because Homeland, the the last season eight, Mm. like, when does that start? Oh, okay, cool. No, no, it's not until February next year. Okay, okay, so, okay, okay. We'll so, work that out. We'll work that out. Okay. Which uh, is a great show. If you want to watch an excellent show, hmm. Homeland, like, I, they'll... All right, sign up. What, so what's so special about Homeland? Just for those who don't know. Okay, so it's um, Mandy Pat Mandy Pattinson, Pattinson, Pattinson? Yes, Pat 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 Pattinkin, the dude from you know what movie I'm talking about. I um, my name is Indigo Montoya. You kill my father, prepare to die. That's him. Uh, Claire Danes is also in it, and um, it's it's the way it's written. It's it's about uh, these CIA agents, yeah, and all these things that happen. So first, the first season is about um, a person who was. Uh, kidnapped mm-hmm. uh in in the uh middle east theater yeah and um and what happens with him and after that it's about um different terror cells the how america deals with that right but it all happens on claire danes's character and the the best thing about her it's not the best thing it's also the worst thing but she's bipolar and so, and her her character's name is Carrie. Oh. And so, Carrie is like you want to you want Carrie to do well, but you also want to strangle the crap out of Carrie <laughs> because she's that she's annoying, but to the point where you like want to root for her, right? But you hate her. Okay, is she as annoying as um, what's the name's wife on uh, um, what was that show? Ray Donovan. His wife. No. She is uber annoying. No, 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 not annoying like that. No, 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 no. So, so, um, her, her mentor and kind of like thorn in her side and, uh, person that you never know. Cause like they're spies. Okay. So they, they play off of each other and they do things. It's, his name is Saul Berenson. That's Manny Pattinson's character. Right. And, uh, and Carrie, and like the way, these other characters interact with them, how they interact with the president mm. and um, like the new, this new person who becomes president mm. and all these things that go on, on like that affect that affects America, impacts America, sometimes on foreign soil. There's one where they go into Germany yeah. and there's a, there's a whole season in Germany. There's one that, ha- I mean, it's, 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 the writing is great. It's a great show. Mm. You'll get into it immediately. It's slow. The first few episodes, and then, uh, and then it just hits you, and it's it's that good. Like Homeland is one of my favorite shows. All right, all right. 
So it looks like we'll actually have to add that to the recommendation, Homeland. Yes. And that's for those who actually want to have H, uh, Showtime. Yeah, Showtime. If you have Showtime or want to get the Showtime app, you can actually look at that there too. Uh, let's see. The next thing I wanted to... Like I said, going back to my original discussion, we're taking a whole bunch of rabbit trails. Exactly. <laughs> right. So uh, as I was trying to figure out what streaming services to pick up, which ones to drop, uh, one of the things I actually will be uh, still holding on to because we actually share an account uh, for uh, HBO uh, because there's a show called His Dark Materials that's going to be coming up. And I think this one is going to be another one that's going to be a, a, a major filler like uh, like Westworld. Westworld is actually one of the popular shows that's on uh, HBO. It's really dope, really good show. You should actually watch it. It's about robots and a whole bunch of other things that's going on there. I'm not going to spoil it. You just got to watch it. And you may have to rewatch it a few times because Westworld is that good and you may have actually missed stuff. Oh, no, you definitely will miss things. You will miss because things. Because <laughs> let me tell you, so um, when I worked at the uh, House State Bar Association, yeah. Joel and Mike, we all three of us watched that show. Right. And we would talk about stuff, and like after we talk about things, yeah. we all realized there was stuff we missed, and we'd all have to go back and watch it. Yeah. So and that's having three people watching the show right. at the same time. Right. But like, and then we would come back. It was, it was always on Monday. We'd be like, "Oh, so what do you think of the episode?" Like right. this before we'd start. Well, right. we'd start our day with Westworld or Game of Thrones talk. So true. <laughs> so. Good, glad you brought that up because it's a big show like Game of Thrones and as far as his big. dark materials. So it's going to be a big one like Game of Thrones and uh, also, what was the other one? Uh, Westworld. It's kind of that big as far as the universe, as far as how far they can actually go. They can probably get about a good five seasons out of it if they really wanted to. Isn't it like three or four books though, right? It is. I believe it actually is about three or four books or so. Uh, and all it is is just, I believe they have uh, these particular people. There's warring factions that's going on in this particular world. And it's kind of uh, set in like, it's like a kind of like a, I want to say steampunk kind of world, but not really. It, you have to really look at the world to be able to see it. So if you yeah. remember the movie Golden Compass. Yes. This is the same series. They're just doing their take on everything. Right. Because I remember like before... Game of Thrones started yeah. and they showed that trailer. Right. And I was like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. I was like, the polar bear. The polar bear. I was like, oh, this is just dark materials. Yep. I was excited because like I knew. I was like, finally, because they never ever re like They did never did a sequel. No, it. and Golden Compass was that awesome. Was a, that was a good show. Yes. Right. Yes. So if you want to know what we're talking about, uh there is a older there is a movie. Remember we we're talking about the reboot fatigue. Uh you want to actually check out Golden Compass. It's actually an older movie. I think that one came out early 2000s. 2000s. Yep. Yeah, so early 2000s. Golden Nicole Compass. Kidman was in that. Yeah, she was. So if you see that movie and you see everything that's going on as far as the visuals, especially the acting and everything that's going on there as far as the storyline, I'm not going to spoil it. You just got to watch it. Take my word for it. You will actually be pleasantly pleased with that movie, even though it's an older, it's in the early 2000s. And they're going to take a darker turn for this one. Oh, so, so I hope they make the, the everyone's demons look much better, man. Cause oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that yeah. That's their. That's a person's familiar. That's what them is usually animals of some sort. So it, it's it's really really it gets really crazy really quick. So, yeah, yeah. So even though we we're talking about reboot fatigue from before, this is a part where we we're talking about earlier where you could take something of an original uh, IP as far as somebody's story or some other type of concept and literally breathe life into it by adding the new technology into it, adding fresh script that actually brings it into a different story arc altogether, still taking the original story from the books and still adding more elements to it. Or you finally have uh, a a production company or Mm. whoever's publishing your work uh, who will greenlight it. That's what happened with Neil Gaiman with uh, Sandman stuff. Because, like, how many times were people, like, show people uh, different companies wanted to do Sandman, and he was like, nope, 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 you're not going to let me do this, nope, nope. And finally Netflix is like... Right. Like, here. Whatever. We don't care. Right. Just do it. And he's like... Excellent. Yes. And so now we're getting Sandman, so... Mr. Burns mode. Yes. But really, that's really all I actually have from my side of the pool. Uh, do you got anything from your side? Yes. So, uh, first I want to start off with some funny stuff because I think this is hilarious. So, um, one of my favorite websites to visit is BGR. So, Boy Genius Report, um, if you like a bunch of stuff about tech, which I do, um, they always have stuff about uh, new computers, New software, video games, video game hardware, cell phones, yada, yada, yada. They also do deals and stuff like that. So if you want to find out like when certain products go on sale, um, when certain apps become free for like uh, when the uh, iPhone, like when iOS or Apple App Store yeah. and things like that, they they produce that information. Uh, pretty good with the showing leaks and different things for uh, for new phones right. and stuff like that. Okay. <clears throat> so great, uh, great uh, resource for that. But one thing that I love is how Zach Epstein is uh, one of the one of the contributors for the website, and this dude is just his brutal brutal take on what happened with the galaxy fold that was just released this week Mm. and so um i just like seriously like what he says is um is great so he's like uh one of the things he said was i told you a year before it was released i told you a week before it was supposed to be released back in april and i told you again months later now i'm gonna tell you one last time the Galaxy Fold is a piece of junk. <laughs> Love this guy. Like, I mean, like what do you guys do? It's like it's always going to be a piece of junk. And if you've watched, like, if you're into um, new tech, you probably watch like uh, Jerry Rig Everything. Love his channel. This guy will like get new uh, new phones and, yeah. and new stuff and put them through rigorous testing, scratching right. them, see you know how uh, how it's going to last for you. Right. Well, he had the Galaxy Fold, and um, when he just barely scratched the screen, it was right. just like he didn't even get off like the one hardness. Um, and it was just like, nope, this is done. The screen's scratched, like it's permanently damaged. Then he he heard about like. <sighs> Um, how dust particles just from being in your pocket will get inside the screen and permanently damage the screen. Wow. So he just got like some sand and gravel and just put it in there and then like it got to the hinge and you could hear like when he would try to open it. And then like he was trying to bend it backwards and like it, you know, it wouldn't break, but, but it's, it's still, yeah, it, it's, it's, Ugh. and th- so, and I've said this before, and I, I'm just going to, and Zach Epstein says this perfectly, said, um, so 
he said they're the physical embodiment of a troll racing to type first in the comments under a YouTube section. <laughs> Samsung cares far more about beating the competition to the market with a new product than it than it does actually making a good product. I agree. At least when it concerns cell phones. True. Like they're that this is solely for their mobile division. Right. Their their televisions I think are top notch. They're one of the best uh, panel makers mm-hmm. when it concerns that. Right. Um, so when it concerns like their 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 panels, even in cell phones yeah. and in tablets, they're top notch. But when it concerns them innovating in terms of new products, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll make something, but it's going to be garbage. Um, and so he's so he says you should never ever buy a first generation mobile product from Samsung. That's always true, but it's especially true now that Galaxy Fold has finally been released in the U.S. I, like, if you, why would you spend the two thousand two thousand mm-hmm. dollars? That's the lowest amount. Can you? I mean, like, unless you have to be that guy that's like, you know, sitting on right. like a bus or something, or you know, at work, and you're like, oh, I got a phone call. Unfold my phone. Like, no one cares, dude. Yeah. Like, you're gonna you're gonna have a crappy product. And and like if you if you have been subscribed to this channel, you know I've ranted about this the Galaxy Fold since right. the first episode, right. and I'm always going to be that person. Now, granted, I do like Apple products, and I can find stuff wrong with Apple products, right? I, because I use it all the time. But when it concerns quality and build, mm-hmm. um, Apple is pretty much unparalleled when it concerns. Um, technology um is it does it always work i can I mean like with their uh keyboards um especially in this macbook pro i hate the keyboard in it but what are you gonna do i mean it types so <laughs> <laughs> right so one of the things i want to uh, piggyback on that too it, it, as you were let me as you were talking about that one of the things that i i got in my mind is uh remember the old car shows that we used to go to Mm-hmm. Uh, like like uh, downtown convention center, they have like the uh, the model cars that actually come out. There are cars that actually are for the general public that you actually would see in the dealership, and then there's the other cars that are the concept cars. There's the cars that can actually still ride on the street, but it, nobody's going to be able to buy it because it's still literally a concept car. There's only a few hundred of them. And even then, uh, they're more for model purposes. It's really not really road ready. Yeah, they're showing like a design language or something right. like that. And I believe that's what Samsung is trying to do because they want to they want to get back into the space of innovating. But in order to innovate, you got to put out something first and try to build on the mistakes of that. Now you can't tell people that you're putting this out there as a. Um, as like a beta test. Oh <laughs> God, that's right. Your two thousand dollar beta test. A two thousand dollar beta test. Now, yeah, no. but that's still at the same time. It's like, well, we need to make sure that this is set for a premium because we give this out for like a hundred, two hundred bucks a pop. Could they do it? Sure. Whole bunch of people are going to get those products. Whole bunch of people is going to be angry that it's not performing up to their expectations because it is a beta model, and most people don't understand that when you're purchasing a beta model, it is not one hundred percent ready. So you are the guinea pig for that, and you pay for the privilege of being the guinea pig. Oh well, so right. here's now here's something that makes me upset that because um, Microsoft just had a an event where they showed off their some of their new lines of product. Right. Um, one that I, I'm not a huge fan of some of their stuff, but I do like the new Surface Pro X. It looks really nice. Right. I, yeah. I, I. I. That's something that 
I mean, I wouldn't buy it. But if I was going to buy one, I would buy that. Okay. Um, and then, like, I, I don't care for their Surface laptops. Um, but I think that for what, what who they're trying to reach, right. I think it's I think it's a good product. Right. I've never had any complaints uh, when uh, at work where people were having surfaces and they're like, "This doesn't work." I mean, because you can patch them just like every other computer. Right. Um, so, but one thing they they showed, um, but did not, no one was able to to like do anything with them. Mm-hmm. Is these two new um, phone products. That they're coming out with. Okay. Um, one is like a foldable, is a foldable phone, and the other one's like a tablet. Um, was that the same thing, like the Samsung one? No, because they're t- so the Microsoft one. It's not a foldable. It's not like a screen that you open, and mm-hmm. it's it's like the screen. Not a collapsible screen. No, it's okay. two different screens, and oh. yes, okay. but they act in unison. Okay. So it's two separate screens on. On hinges. So dual screens on hinges. Yes. Gotcha. And they looked interesting, hmm. but we won't see them because they teased them and they don't come out till Christmas next or holiday 2020. Yeah. Yawn. Why Microsoft? Why? No, well, it's definitely going to be another beta test. But, but right. they look interesting. Hmm. And their take on these foldable devices, hmm. uh, especially foldable mobile ones, right. I think the one is more or less like a tablet that has two screens on it. So it turns into like a giant tablet or you can fold it up where it's like a touchscreen laptop, hmm. like where the keyboard's a touchscreen yeah. and then you can you can hold the other one up at a 90 degree angle and it works that way. Hmm. Would it work in theory? Yes. But right. is it in practicality? Eh, I don't know. I'd have to see it for myself to see. I'm not sure. Right. But um, yeah, so, last thing I want to talk about mm. kind of goes in with what you want to talk about with uh, with Madam Web and Spider-Man. Yeah. So um, Tyrese Gibson was on um, uh, the show that Charlemagne of God does. Like on his the Breakfast Club? Yes, on Breakfast Club. Okay. And I guess on that show, he was telling him, uh, Tyrese is telling Charlemagne about, because um, Tyrese is in Morbius. And he's, yes, he hmm. plays an FBI agent. Okay. And so apparently he spilled the beans that since Tom, whatever Tom Holland, and we'll get into that, right. whatever was done, now Morbius is going to be in the MCU. And all of these other Spider-Man movies are supposedly in the MCU, hmm. which right we talked about. This. Right, right. I said that if you're going to make a Morbius movie right, you you can introduce this character, and then this can be the reintroduction of Blade. Makes perfect sense. So, right. kind of goes antithetical to what um, the. Uh, what Kevin Feige said mm-hmm. about um, Spider Man is the only character that can cross uh, cinematic universes, right? But maybe that's not what he was talking about. Maybe this there's another cinematic universe he's crossing over, and maybe Kevin Feige was talking about the bigger live action Spider Verse thing, okay. the one with Andrew Garfield and with um, Tom Holland. Well, Tom, well, Tom Holland, Holland and Andrew Garfield and... Uh, and um, what was the other one? Uh, just dropped off my mind just that quick, too. Yeah, the first Spider-Man. Toby? Yeah, Toby, Toby McGuire. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. But um, 
Speaking of Tom Holland, he actually was the one who kind of got things rolling. Okay. Um, he called uh, Bob Iger, I believe, and was like, mm. you got to save Spider-Man. And apparently he cried on the phone. So, <laughs> but it's probably a passionate cry. Right, right. So, I... I you messing up my money, man. So that's... <laughs> but that's all that I have. Um... I think uh, one thing that I want to say is, like, we want to do some more live streams. One thing I really want to do is live stream, since you never got to play The Last of Us, is to have you play that. Okay. And we're all going to sit around and talk about that as you're playing it. And so that way you can get an idea of why uh, Elijah would, like, rather do nothing than play this game. Hmm. Well. Interesting. Pretty but sure yeah, I, I, I thought it, I've actually saw the trailers before, but I never had an opportunity to play it. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely go ahead yeah, and get that to. done. You need to. At least for the sake of the podcast, to let you guys actually experience oh, it too. You're such a sacrificial oh, person. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take me as I am. So, All right. so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and call this podcast to a close. And again, we just want to thank you guys for your likes, your comments, your subscribes mm-hmm. to our YouTube channel at Circle Brothers. Uh, of course, look for the Circle Brothers logo. You can actually find us there. You can also find us on uh, SoundCloud and also on Spotify. And Apple Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts. And also you can find us on, I believe it is Anchor, is the main platform that we're using to help distribute all of our uh, podcast material. So you can actually go ahead and like, subscribe, whichever you're more comfortable as far as platforms. We're actually going to be there. Go ahead and like, subscribe, and comment. I keep saying that because I really do want you to like and comment and subscribe. And we want to give this movie away so actually leave a comment yes we actually left uh we're actually on facebook too if you actually join our group on facebook you'll be able to get our little videos that we post from time to time that is actually one of them that we actually have a uh giveaway for what is that spider-man far from home yep yeah spider-man far from home it's actually a steel copy and as you can see this is a wonderful steel copy which is brought to you for the price of $3.99 if you actually go ahead and subscribe like and comment on the circle brothers podcast channel and that is on youtube so anyway, that's our little bit of a commercial for that. But again, outside of that, we really do thank you for your likes, your comments, your subscribes. Again, uh, for the Circle Brothers Podcast, this is RJ. And this is Eric. And we thank you guys again. Hope you have a good weekend. We'll get back to you a little bit later. Peace.